I think it's working. I think I can record. Okay. How's it going, man? Good. Relatively. Relatively good. Yeah? I'm mildly annoyed. I'm mildly annoyed by everything. Like what? Everything mildly annoys me these days. Like, just, you know, just when you think things are getting better, suddenly the government's like, Nope! Mandatory face masks now! <sighs> mm -hmm. Yeah, it kind of seemed like things weren't quite as bad as all that for a little bit. I'm a cranky old man. That's all. <laughs> now you're a grumpy old man. Yeah. I will be an old man by the time this is all over. Sometimes feels that way, huh? Yeah. I think currently there's uh, this brainstorming going on as to how to get the church service outside this weekend, and that sounds like a headache, and I hate it, so that should be fun. Without you around, people just point at me and say, Jake, figure that out. <laughs> so. Oh boy, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I did not. It's fine. It's um, not, not my intention to make that happen for you. No, nah, it's... I mean, at least it's a challenge, right? It is. No, it's fun in one respect. And also, um, I'm kind of thankful that it is funny how things played out to where I am in a place where I can take care of a lot of the stuff now that you're gone. Just because that's how it worked out. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I know that's appreciated, man. I will say, when we were, only, when we were doing online only and everybody was watching online... It's too much pressure. Too much pressure. <laughs> it's too much pressure. It's just everything. No. Before, if something messed up, it's like, oh yeah, this one person said something. But now it's just like, you are a terrorist. And what I love oh, is when God. everybody's complaining about stuff in comments, and it's like, I know. Yes, I know. <laughs> Stop. Well, that always sounds too loud. The guitar's too loud. That guy's too loud. He's too quiet. The stream's not working on my end, so it must be a problem on your end. Yeah. Even though everybody else can see it. I mean, I'm outside of a coffee shop in an RV watching this on my Blackberry, so I'm pretty sure it's on your end. That's how it goes, man. That's frustrating. I, I hate when it's like, I don't know, this happens with streaming all the time. It's like, yeah, it's just like a ton of people just being like, dude. Stuff's, stuff's messed up. It's like, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, it's, I don't know why it's not working. It should be working. Oh, well, it's not working. Yeah, I know. Dude, I know. <laughs> what would you like me to do? Change reality? <laughs> Doing tech stuff is simultaneously the easiest job and the most thankless hardest job. Because you're not the talent. You're the middleman between the talent and the people watching. So nobody notices you on a good day. And on a bad day, you're a terrorist. Correct. So. Yep. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much the thing. It's like you, the the very best when you do it an, an excellent job. That's when nobody says anything. That's how you know you're doing great. It's a strange thing to walk through. Yeah. So have they? Have you been doing like? Uh, so everybody met like together last week, right? Or was it the week? Was the week before too? Uh, last two weeks, yeah. Wait, wait. Yeah, it was last, the last two weeks, right? Last three weeks, actually. The the first, I think the first time. I oh, think it. I don't know. Okay, maybe it was the last four weeks, cause you're talking about like meeting for church, like in the building. 
like having a, a an actual service. Yeah, service, yeah. So I think they did that the week before I left on my road trip thing, and then uh, right before I left, I really quickly uh, gave Joseph Larson the crash course on running the stream. So that seemed to go okay. So that's good. that while I was gone, and I guess they've been doing it the last couple weeks too, but. Now they're thinking they'll just move it outside because I'm not sure what the logic is. I think they think if people don't have to wear masks, they're more likely to come. I could see that thinking. I could understand feeling more like that's it's people are more likely to be comfortable outside or whatever. I understand the point of the masks. That's not what bothers me. It just sometimes it feels like you're being asked to wear a giant clown wig around just to make everybody else feel. Like, I, don't, I know I don't have a virus, and you're making me do this thing that I feel like is unnecessary to make other... I don't know. <sighs> yeah, it's kind of one of those things where, like... It's like, alright, class, since apparently Joey drank glue yesterday, we've lost our glue privileges. <laughs> it's kind of what it, that's what it feels yeah. like. Joey drank glue kind of situation. Which, Joey... I love glue. Delicious. I sniff it all the time. It's a great smell. Yeah, man. Also, the smell of gasoline. The best smells kill your brain cells. It's really unfortunate. Dude, I love spray paint, gasoline, like whatever they bind books with. Yeah. Like new textbooks. Oh, boy. I've been uh, painting my bike because my bike is black and it's boring. So I just assembled it and it's like out the back door of the church now and I, I'm... Uh, Spray painting it and it looks awful, but it'll be okay. Huh. I'm not a professional. I've taken up many yeah. weird hobbies in the last couple months. Many strange tasks. Like what? See, there's spray painting bikes, there's home brewing alcoholic beverages, there's um what else am I doing? What what all are you what are you Pipe brewing? smoking. I got I got into pipe smoking. Like a tobacco pipe. Well, you were you were considering that for a while. I was. Was I? I guess I was. Do you feel as wise? Yes, I feel much wiser. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, thank you. You could just say indubitably. Oh, indeed. I did declare us quite, it's quite nice. So you've been smoking and drinking a lot. <laughs> yes. Feeling good. Good guy. Yes, I've been smoking and drinking a lot. I. Uh... <laughs> Um, I, I think my, my brother's convinced that if I smoke a pipe once in a while, uh, I've basically sealed my death warrant for next year, and so I've had plenty of conversations with him. I'm, I'm going to choose to be a person in your life that just that just accepts accepts that and loves you, because I'm sure there'll be plenty of people that are like, What are you doing? Why are you doing that? <laughs> so I'll just, be, I'll just be a different kind of person. Sound good? Okay, cool. Well, he's a wet blanket on most things anyway. He's this is his personality type, but it's funny arguing with him about stuff. I didn't tell you about my road trip, did I? Did no. I? When was that? How'd it go? Was after the last time. That was fun. That was awesome. Um, yeah, I went through. Um, it was like a week long. I went down through California, uh, through Nevada, which there's nothing in Nevada, and I don't understand why people live in Nevada. It's a depressing place. Um, yeah, there's nothing there outside of Reno and Las Vegas. Reno is ugly. Las Vegas is super ugly. <laughs> and I... Well, I wasn't there at night, but... 
I went down, I just went down the strip to see what it looked like during the day, and it's just like, I don't, I don't get it. Am I missing something? What's, what's the appeal? Am I, feel, okay, you guys are weird, I'm leaving. So I left. Uh, yeah, Las Vegas is an ugly city. Don't like it. Arizona. Yeah, Arizona's it. my favorite state, though. What are you saying? It's crazy. I was saying La- Las Vegas is an interesting town, for sure. There's, like, one street where anything is going on, and most of it, you don't really want to, you don't really want to participate in. <laughs> no, it's Crime Town, USA. <laughs> yeah, or something. Yeah, really sketchy. cool casinos and stuff, though. Like, just the, the buildings and stuff are really cool. That's what I like about it. I can appreciate them for being... Like, they do... It, just, it looks cool. I just don't want to spend time there. Because I hate it. Sure. Yeah, but that was, uh, that was about the entirety of Nevada. I did pass through um, a very strange small town in the middle, like, 200 miles from nowhere. Because I, there's, there, I took this weird detour in the desert that took me out like well past the bounds of civilization and there's this tiny town out there where there was a was it i think it was in tonopa tonopa nevada i don't know there was a clown motel it was definitely a place you would get murdered in it was rather disturbing a clown motel yes it was just called the clown a motel, motel. Clowns or, or? i don't know uh, it was painted in polka dots and there were giant paintings of clowns on it yeah that's just where you go yeah just in the middle of the desert and uh, I kept driving. Nope. Yep. Big old nope. Very strange. Hit Arizona. Large elderly nope. Arizona is a great state. I love Arizona. Uh, yeah, everything about Arizona I approve of. Hmm. Which, I hate Nevada, but I like Arizona. They are very similar, but there are distinct like the market thing. differences. Nevada's desert is a blue-gray desert. Arizona's desert is a red and yellow desert. This makes a big difference, believe it or not. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. So anyway, I poked around a supposedly uh, cursed by Indian spirits ghost town. That was pretty fun. I did not die. Many people have died there. Uh, Saw the Grand Canyon. Very grand, very large. Surprised me at how impressive it was. Because photos of it, like, it kind of flattens the perspective when you look at a photo of it. You see that thing in real life, it's like, oh, that's big. So that was neat. Um, I huh, wanted to, that's really cool. I wanted to do all the stereotypical stuff, but I couldn't. Um, I wanted to take the helicopter tour, but COVID. And uh, what else? What else did I do in Arizona? Yeah, I saw some ghost towns. Explored random things. Saw a couple bears. Oh, I saw one bear. And some bison. That was fun. I was uh, looking for... Uh, I was doing something up by the canyon. And then just this bear hanging out said hi kept my windows rolled up didn't get mauled it was fine cool bear though i'm so glad you didn't get mauled that's amazing yeah it's always great when that happens uh arizona i left arizona i went to san francisco um everything was closed so that sucked didn't get to do anything fun in san francisco saw stuff just couldn't do stuff so yeah imagine the traffic was a little better though right You'd think, wouldn't you? In-N-Out Burger, uh, pretty good. I was all ready to be a detractor, a hater, because everyone else loves it. You know, you drive by every In-N-Out place in Southern California, you're like, these people are waiting two hours in a line. It cannot possibly be that good. So I decided I would wait two hours in the line to show them how dumb they were. And it was actually pretty good. Yeah, I've had it a couple times. I thought it, I thought it was pretty good. I don't know if it's wait two hours in line pretty good. 
but probably not. Yeah. But if it's like a choice between In and Out Burger and most other places, you'd be like, yeah, In and Out Burger. Yeah. Awesome. Well, once once you factor out waiting in line two hours. You know. I've never had to wait. I, I guess I've only been there super late at night. Oh, I was in the middle of the day, so. Yeah. There you go. What else did I do in California? I went to Needles, California, hottest place on earth. Pretty hot. Awful. How hot was it? I don't remember. It was awful, though. <laughs> um, yeah, Southern yeah. California is not my kind of place. That's what I've decided. Not great. Yeah, I think that's about the extent of it. It's the highlight. Did you go to San Diego? Uh, I think I passed San Diego. I took I took out of Arizona. I took um, I did the stereotypical thing. I took Route 66 out of Arizona, which is just now a bunch of like split up roads that got messed up by the interstate system. But that was fun, tracing that back along trails. We went through, oh yeah, so in Arizona, Route 66 will take you through this, uh, these crazy canyons where it's like, you can't believe this was at one point a national highway. And just in the middle of these insanely awful roads, there's this little town sandwiched between these canyons, this town called Oatman. It's like an Old West touristy town where wild burrows just roam the streets. And it's the strangest thing about the town is when you're driving that road, you don't, you're the only car on the road for miles and miles and miles. It's like, well, I'm, I'm out here in the lonely desert. You hit Oatman and suddenly it's just packed full of people. There's only one road going in and out of that town. So you're wondering where the heck all these people came from. But it's just wall to wall packed full of people. And it's just the strangest place. It's just so wow. weird. It's like, it's a tourist trap packed with people who look, dropped in from space and wild burrows. I don't know. It was strange. I liked it because it huh. was strange. Yeah, that was Elman, Arizona. That was fun. Yeah, that's interesting What, where you'll find tourists and stuff. Well, stuff that doesn't seem like it's that great other than there's a lot of people there. Must be something to it. Where are you? Where am I? Yeah. I'm on the back porch. Oh, okay. I heard a bird and I was confused. On the porch. Fortune. Interesting. What's going on in your life? Let's see. What's going on in my life? Uh, not a whole lot. I've been, been working on heart support stuff, and we're kind of working on our plan for our live streaming, changing that just a little bit, but just nothing to... Nothing that, that interesting, really. Um, been hanging out with my parents a lot because we live right by them, and that's been cool. Um, building a treehouse for my kids, so that's pretty fun. Interesting trapdoors and involved so at all. On that. Mini fridge, sofas. What? How yeah. elaborate is the treehouse? Is what I'm saying. Um, I'm trying to build it as a stereotypical 90s treehouse. Alright, so yeah, trapdoors and weird passageways and. Dude, I, I hope so. Sofa up there and TV. It's gonna and... be like the box that, that has like messed up wood on it, you know, and like has the, you know, the little balcony you can look out and throw water balloons off of and stuff. Treehouse hostage. Full on yeah. kitchenette. Yeah, yeah, all of that. Right. <laughs> no, I space don't know, but... to leave your tied up uh, Jim Varney. Yep. Just, uh, we have a Varney space for sure. Yeah, yeah. You, you gotta have one of those. So. My kids are finally old enough to like sort of appreciate stuff, and so they, they're excited about it instead of just being like, Daddy, what are you doing? Up to this age, anything you did for them, they just take for granted and forget immediately. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so been doing that. 
Like, you could have fed them nothing but gruel for the first two years of their life and gave them one block to play with, and they wouldn't remember. Yep, would have been fine. Yeah, wasted a ton of money. Yeah. Just a ton. Awful. <laughs> um, we've been doing a bunch of yard work and, like, cleaning stuff up. We've, like, painted our kitchen. It's, like, it's all just, like, stereotypical, like, HGTV <laughs> stuff. <laughs> like, that's all we've been doing. <laughs> Is uh, that kind of stuff like, oh yeah, we got to clean off the patio. It's really good, but it's not, you know, necessarily that that exciting. I've been getting into uh, making pixel art. Pixel art. I've been like dabbling on that. It's like the art that's like low resolution, but it looks really cartoony, like a video game kind of art. Interesting. So you just drawing like really crude images of Mario or something? Basically, yeah. <laughs> So, I don't know, it's actually been really cool. It's kind of like painting, but just obviously like with pixels, right? But I don't know, it's been pretty pretty interesting because I feel like I can actually make it pretty good without a whole lot of effort, which is just how pixel art is, but. I'd have to see examples here. Um, let me see. Am I, can you still hear me? Yep. Okay, let me see if I can find something here. Can you send files through Zoom, kind of thing? Ah. You can share screen, I think. Dustom. Hold on. It's about to happen, Jake. It's so close. Okay. I should be able to click on that and look at it. So, that's one I made a little while ago. Oh, where did it take me? Oh, that's a lot more elaborate than I thought it would be. Yeah. Interesting. Neat. Yeah. So, been kind of learning a little bit of that, doing some of that on stream. And I do have a strong urge to get into woodworking. I don't know what I would do. But I, I, have a, I want to build something, but I don't know what. Make, make yourself a shelf. A self-shelf. I suppose. I suppose I could do that. So I need to buy a, actually like buy a, own a house so that I can build random things in the house. And nobody cares because it's my house. It's my I mean, property. I can screw it up if I want. If you get good enough at woodworking, you actually don't need to have a house. You just build one. That's true. That's a good idea. Oh, I had a dream last night where I bought a national park for $100 and I was going to build a house in the middle of a swamp. Dude. That was weird. That'd be sick. I'm going to go inside because it's like 100 degrees on this porch. <laughs> or for some reason. Ah! Show me some white. Is mom in here? Where is she? Oh, okay. Great. Just wondering where my family is. <laughs> well, lost you know, my family again. Yeah, lost my family again. I mean, that is kind of what's been happening. There, you like my ceiling fan? It's pretty rad. It's a pretty rad ceiling fan. Yep. So ceilingy, such fan. Hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know. Let's see. What else been going on? We're trying to get like our house built, or not our house built, but our house bought. Because we had technically haven't bought the house yet. I'm just like, we're basically renting it from my mom for the moment. You just so, scrawled IOU on the post-it note? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so we're trying to get that and like, the bank is just like, yeah, you're gonna have to give us money so that we can give you money. And we're like, dude, wait. That's how it always works. But we need money. How do we do that? 
give us money. How do we do that? You plant your money in the backyard and grow a money cream. But then that'll make the property value go up. We'll have to pay more. <laughs> well, that's true. It's a lose-lose situation, in the way. Yeah, pretty much. We're trying to build a like a barn thing. It's like a like a shop, like an office thing. And a that's barn been... shop office. A boffice. A boffop. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to build a boffop. Explain. Yeah. A barn shop office to me. <laughs> you basically build a shop, which is basically a barn, and you use it for an office. It's Why a not? metal building. It's a metal building that you insulate and make into an office. So it's like oh. a it's like a glor a very nice glorified shed. Okay. Well, in my head, I was thinking like classic old red barn. Yeah. Yeah, you know, with cows and stuff. Yeah, I work in that. I hang out in the barn all day. Yeah. That's the then, then, I mean, it, it opens you up to when people ask you, were, were you born in a barn? You say, no, but I work in one. Hot thing. You know what I'm saying? All right. <laughs> cows. Yeah. Every good prank involves a cow. You can't have a good practical, a real good practical joke involves a cow. You have to have a cow for it to be any good at all. Otherwise, you just kind of uh, Livestock, at least, it's of, of some kind. Once you raise your practical joke to the level of cow, you're a legend. I, my biggest life regret is that we never managed to get a cow into the principal's office in high school. It was a plan. We had a plan for it, and it never came about, and I regret that daily. Yeah. I missed out on a lot of good practical joke opportunities. Because I was scared that I'd get caught. Did you ever do the bucket on top of the door thing? See, my thing was, my... My desire for practical joking always outweighed the actual um, practicality. Like, I wanted to do big, elaborate, hilarious things that were in no way feasible and so they never happened. I would not have settled for something as low on the list as the bucket of water on the door. It's like the like whoopee cushions or joy buzzers. Like, that's boring. I want to do something big. Something where they will remember my name. <laughs> My biggest life regret. Something they'll write about in the papers. What's the best practical joke you ever pulled? Or considered pulling? Um, gosh, nothing nothing that great. It, what I like to do is is do, do something that's really subtle, but for a really long time. Like a long con, right? And so, like, there was, there was our friend who'd, like, never been to Oregon, and we convinced her that in Oregon, um, you have, uh, you have um, seat coasters. And so what you do is you get the, the tree cookie things, the little slices of wood, because it's the Northwest, right? And you put that on your seat in the restaurant so that people know that somebody's sitting there. It's like saving seats. <laughs> and we got into this for some reason talking about it. And I just went on and on and on and on. And stuff like that. It's mostly about like what happens in Oregon, talking with other people. And we, like, Dan and I convinced some people from Texas that in Oregon, it's it's considered nice to put a starfish under your bed, <laughs> like, for your guests and stuff, because it's, like, a sign of good luck okay. and everything. And so we just kept subtly drop, dropping hints about the starfish thing. So it's kind of been stuff like that that's, like, not actually that funny, but it's, like, <laughs> they think they need to do a starfish. <laughs> it's, like, I'm boring. <laughs> That does remind me. Do you know uh, Troy's 7-Eleven store? Uh-uh. I mean, the joke is that there isn't a story. 
You know the way of that one? So, I was, I was informed of this by Alicia that years ago, Troy just started insinuating that there was a hilarious story involving um, the 7-Eleven in Florence, I think, or Newport. And uh, it was that kind of a thing where he'd be like, huh, that 7-Eleven man, that one time, oh, I shouldn't tell you about that. And he just did that for years yeah. and drove people nuts. And then other people started acting like, oh, Troy told me, but you have to be like 21 or something like that before he'll tell you. So apparently this drove um, Leah Leah Mitchell nuts, and this was years ago. And I'm just waiting for the day when I bump into Leah in real life again, and I can just subtly, randomly go, oh, that reminds me of Troy's story. And then just go, oh, never mind, sorry. And, And then watch her explode. Good, yeah, see? That's the kind of stuff I like. It just it goes on for years. Yeah, I'm waiting for that day. Um, so yeah, it'll be great when it happens. I convinced some kids in middle school that I had a little sister for like six months. So that was cool. What? How? That's and then, like then when I was like, haha, I don't have a sister at all. They're like, okay. Why did you do that? <laughs> like, who cares? How did that get started? <laughs> like, got him. <laughs> what was the purpose of that prank? I don't know. I don't remember why. <laughs> I'm trying to think of see my problem is and it, it's a problem I'm really good at lying which is probably not something to brag about but I can keep yeah. up a lie with a straight face for a very long time and I think I use that to my um, advantage sometimes and I shouldn't I think I'm better about it but I used to be bad at that I uh so there was this one time in I was like a freshman in high school, and I had a pair of glasses that was supposedly non-breakable, and like you could bend them in the middle, and like they would bend and not break. So I was just oh, doing yeah. that when I was bored in Spanish class one day, and they just snapped in half, and I was like, oh shoot. <laughs> now how do I explain this to my parents that I just snapped my glasses in half because I was bored in Spanish class? <laughs> um, so I made up this elaborate story about a, uh, uh, what was it? It was like a fat kid in gym class sitting on them or something. <laughs> it was this dumb story. and But I stuck to that story for years. And I, it gets to the point, I'm so good at lying that I can convince myself that the lie actually happened. And that I remember the lie and not what actually happened. It's a terrible thing. <laughs> but I had to stop and remind myself, oh yeah, that's not how this broke. Man, that's uh, yeah, that's like next level. When you believe it too, I'd probably be good at being a, uh, um, like undercover person. Yeah, whatever that's called. Yeah, you get into character, you know. Oh yeah, I imagine it must be hard to be um, one of those actors that's really good at getting into character. That must mess with you. It's really like mess with your head. Yeah, probably does. I had something I was going to ask you about that I thought of like yesterday, and it's completely gone now. Oh, that's okay. Um. How's your Jesus life? No. I think it's good in some aspects, and in other aspects, I... I have noticed this. When I have days, which is a lot more common lately, when I have days when I am alone or I don't see anybody or talk to anybody all day, I get in this weird melancholy headspace, and I just don't care about anything. And I'll just, like, float through the day. It's not like... I wouldn't call it depressed, but, like, in this weird state of mind where it's like, life sucks. And I know it's not really true, but for whatever reason, it's just when I've been alone all day, I just get mopey and, and I don't want to talk to anybody, I don't want to talk to God, and I don't want to do anything, and everything sucks. 
So I've had a lot of those days recently. Yeah. I I get this I've I've been the same way for sure. You know, like especially if it's like I'm yeah, isolating or I don't I don't see anybody for a couple days. I feel I totally feel that way. It only takes one day for me. <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm more of a um this was something I don't think I understood as much about myself in uh, like high school, early college. Was I, I'm, I'm really a people person. I'm not great at conversation and all that, but I'm, I'm very extroverted in that regard. So when I'm not around people, then I get, that's when I'm in a bad mood. I'm in a bad, whatever you would call that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I need constant companionship, but that annoys the other person. <laughs> so. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway. Makes sense. That's been a lot of my life. Yeah, it's really easy to kind of get into that state because, like, when you don't have anybody to, like, bounce something off of, it, it's like, oh, well, my mind will just go crazy. Just do whatever, like, think about whatever I want. And, you know, it's pretty easy to kind of go down a, you know, a thought hole or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that's pretty common. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, seem to, I often arrive at the conclusion that I, my life is not going anywhere and nobody likes me and I'm gonna die alone and afraid. That kind of thing. Yeah. It's like, and then the next morning, like, that was a weird space to be in last night. Okay. Oh, my brain's weird. Brains are weird. Brains are super weird, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny, like, in between, like, I don't know, a day, a day and a half, I can just be like, my life is amazing and I love everything and I appreciate everything so much to like, I suck at everything and nothing I do is worth anything and nobody cares about me. Like I can just go in between those two things in like a matter of hours, I feel like. It's it's like, it's fascinating in a really frustrating way, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I guess the other thing I've been going back and forth on in my head is the, the whole idea of, um, I've been trying to figure out how to balance this because it's odd to me but there's just the idea that you know that you don't need another person to give you value and make you happy and all that kind of stuff but on the other hand i still want to date somebody sure <laughs> you know what i mean yeah that makes sense i like to ask questions about about that kind of stuff like when i'm when i'm thinking anything along those lines like hey i know this doesn't real like this isn't really that like necessarily super important but it feels important like why is that? Like, why do you feel like you want, like you want to date somebody? What, what do you get out of that? Are you asking me? Yes. What do I get out of that? I think it's mostly just that companionship aspect that I was talking about. Like that whole, I just don't want to be a lonely guy thing. Like an alone, I don't want to be alone. Not because, like I don't have value, just because, see, I don't know where that line is. Mm -hmm. Like I acknowledge it's not essential, but it, it kind of feels that way. I don't know if that makes sense, but... Yeah, no, it does. Yeah. But yeah, I think part of it that might... I mean, something that might help, besides obviously just, like, finding somebody to, to be with. Which is hard to do in corona times. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And that just that makes it harder than usual, you know? But I mean, I think... I think continuing to, like... I mean, what, one thing that I, I've been really trying to do a lot lately is when I want something, I think about like why I want it and like pray about it and journal about it. Because oftentimes I'll figure out like, 
Okay, the reason I want this, it, it's like it's like either two ways. It's either I want this for a reason that doesn't actually make sense, and I need to let go of it, or I want this for a reason that that is legitimate, but I have all this fear around it too, and so it's not necessarily that I have bad motives. It's just I'm second guessing everything <laughs> about my motives. Yeah, and I think this a lot of it yeah yeah and so like you can have good motives for something you know and, and it's probably mixed with motives that aren't as healthy too but like i don't know i think like going through and working working through like those reasons i don't know that's really helpful for me because it at least gives you perspective even if it doesn't necessarily like fix your problem or whatever because i, I if nothing else it kind of I feel like it deepens my relationship with God to do that, to, to pray about that. I mean, I, I think it's totally, totally legit that you would you would want somebody to be be your companion. You know, yeah, that well, totally I'm... makes sense. The way I look at it, Jake, like you're a pretty inventive guy. Like I'm, I'm thinking that you could probably figure out a way to still like meet people or hang out with people even through this COVID stuff. You know, it's not often that I feel like you're stopped by circumstances. <laughs> It's just the aspect that everybody else is stopped by circumstances. It's like, sure. Like I don't care about. Okay, well, I, mean, I care, care, but I don't really. It's not that I don't care about spreading coronavirus, but I'm not. I think the whole thing's silly. I just do, and I know not everybody feels that way. And I know I'm probably not right, and it's just my emotions speaking. But I just want everybody to think the same way I do. <laughs> Go outside sure. and mingle with each other <laughs> i don't know i feel like i i'm usually in the same boat you know because it's just like man i half the time i'm just like dude why is everyone so freaked out about like you know and that's kind of how i was a little bit at the beginning of this and stuff and it's just another aspect of my personality where everybody's doing this thing and telling me to do this thing and i'm like no i don't want it because you're telling me to do it i don't want to do it I'm yeah like, it's like the rebellious I, side i'm just a little kid who's gonna steal the cookie anyway yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be one of those crazy conspiracy theory people like, coronavirus isn't even real. The government just made this up to, to, to get everybody to fall in line. And See, what I always have to go back to with stuff like that is, even if all the conspiracy theories are true, even if the government's run by secret evil maniacs who are trying to destroy everything in the world and the world's ending tomorrow, even if all of that's true and they're going to take away our guns and put us all in the death camps or some like crazy even if all of that was true i have to put it in the context of okay well how does this affect my life and how does this affect life in relation to god and usually it comes back to you well it doesn't really like this doesn't sure. really change anything even if it's all true so yeah yeah that's it it's interesting and entertaining slightly and yeah like possibly if, concerning if but... the moon landing was fake how does that change anything about life? The meaning of life, people, what does that change? It's probably not worth obsessing over if it doesn't, if it doesn't affect your, your base foundation of what life is all about, then it's probably, you probably don't need to obsess about it. Sure. It's valid though. Like, I, I feel like, you know, that conspiracy theories and stuff, there's, it's probably actually a lot more true. Like there's probably like, I bet like 20% of 
of that stuff is like true. Like there, there's some aspect to it that's actually like surprisingly am- amount of it is true, right? But like also a lot of it isn't, you know what I mean? And I'm like, I wonder what, like, I'm just curious, like, I wonder what those things are. Cause I am really interested in all that, you know? Cause I just think it's fascinating. Like when like cover ups and things like that, and the idea of that, but I don't know. And, and like, like you said, it's like, even if it is, it's, it's not, like, even if still deal Bigfoot with did kill it. JFK, <laughs> what? if Bigfoot did kill JFK, how does that affect what I'm supposed to be doing with my life? Like, besides, yeah, besides not implementing the policies that JFK did around Bigfoot. Yeah, so that's not that. But Probably like, it's not, not like idea. God said, oh, by the way, if you uncover some kind of cover up, you got to devote your life to making sure everybody knows that the government um, faked the moon landing and actually landed on Mars and made it look like the moon. <laughs> it's like, no, yeah. that's not. I don't think it's. Black and white, man. How can you tell? That's all I'm saying. They just color color corrected the rocks to look gray instead of red. Red and gray look the same in black and white. Yeah, exactly. That's all I'm saying. Exactly. Spend more time, more money, do something more impressive to look like you did something less impressive. <laughs> well, that sounds like something right. the government would do, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's hard because, you know, I, I'm i kind of the same way. And I've kind of been fighting, you know, fighting this, like, with, with the COVID stuff. Because, like, realistically around here at this point in time nothing's gonna happen you go like you go hang out with a group of people you're probably not gonna get COVID like it's probably not a thing you know but like at the same time it's like there is a real chance that's a little bit and then also like I think a bigger thing is just just the the fear of it is a big enough factor for like people that you know that like in order to bless them like acting in in a way that it kind of doesn't put them in danger yeah and i understand is a thing you know um i the other i think the night they yeah so the night that um the mass thing became mandatory i was it was just after midnight july 1st i went into the reedsport hospital and they got all mad at me because like don't you know that the mandatory mass thing takes effect and like i didn't know that was a thing and now i'm annoyed and bothered and i hate all of this and you're all stupid <laughs> and so i was annoyed by that and i i fired off this like well not fired off i thought about it for a long time but it was four in the morning and i was tired i wrote this like essay long rant about it to Alicia at like four in the morning and it's like uh I don't know but it's just like the philosophical things underneath the whole mask thing what was it's hard to explain this coherently but I feel like our culture our society kind of we have this obsession with uh safety I guess with with um it's like we seem to forget that there's a 100% chance of death. Everybody dies. And we're all obsessed with making sure we, we milk every last year out of our lives as, pos- as possible. And it's just, I feel like our, our culture has this idea that we can somehow, we can somehow monkey with um, the probability of death. We can, we, 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 we have the ability to, to, to put that off as long as possible because a longer life inherently somehow equals a better life. And if we just do all the right things, we, we can prolong our life to like 90 years old. And 
I don't know, there's something really weird about that to me. I'm not saying safety is a bad thing or that we shouldn't protect lives, but it's just odd to me that we have this, this weird obsession with avoiding any kind of risk at all, like sort of forgetting the larger picture that, oh, everybody dies. So what's really important here? I don't know if that makes sense at all, but it probably made more sense than yeah, before. Yeah, it's like, him, it's right? like you, you're, people are focusing more on trying to keep everybody safe rather than doing things that are actually important in life. Mm -hmm. And like, from a Christian standpoint, like, keeping somebody alive till age 80 isn't saving them, you know what I mean? Like, that's not, you're not saving yeah. lives by wearing masks, you're just keeping people alive a couple years longer. Sounds like, sound like yeah. a jerk when they say that, though, so. No, I, I know what you're saying, though. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. I'm not really yeah, as bitter as it sounds, it's just four in the morning. No, I know, it's okay. It, it's hard not to be frustrated, man, like, because it's... Especially when, like, this, this like, bigger picture that's out of your control is directly, is directly affecting, like, your relationships and, like, you know, what, what you believe is important, you know? And just like you were saying, like, I can't hang out with people because the government decided something. And that there's something that I don't think is at, as big of a deal as everybody makes it out to be. And so, like, it totally makes sense why you'd be really frustrated about that. You know? And, I mean, I think that's why a lot of people are frustrated about it. Because it kind of sucks. Yeah. But I sh should probably stop telling people how frustrated I am. <laughs> because it's not helping. <laughs> well... I feel like everybody's frustrated and nobody's... There's times that are good to to express that and times that are good to maybe not, you know? Yeah. I think my biggest annoyance actually is most face masks are too small for me. They keep popping off my face because I have a big head. Even like a bandana is still a little bit too small to stay on my face all the way. That's what bothers me the most. Guess you're a two bandana guy. I'm a two bandana guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's really annoying. That was the other thing that bugged me. That night I went into the Reachport Hospital. They were like, you gotta wear a mask when you're mandatory. And I'm like, oh, fine. And I go out to my car and I find this crumpled up old bandana on my back seat. And I put it on. And the whole time I'm in the building, I just, I feel itchy. And then I get outside and I take the bandana off and I reach into my shirt and I pull out this gigantic dead bee that had been hanging out in the bandana. <laughs> that, Dude, just, what? that was the no. final straw that just annoyed the heck out of me. You're <laughs> just like, I... I didn't even know I was breaking the rules. And then I try and follow the rules and be a good guy and get a freaking bee. Get a freaking bee in my shirt. <laughs> Where's justice? There is no justice. Only bees. Let's go celebrate freedom tomorrow. But you have to stay home. Don't go near people. But but you're free. We're celebrating freedom, but you're not free. Also, don't go. Yeah. <laughs> don't go or celebrate, but freedom. Yay. Yeah, man. That's... Okay. I, oh, that's... the trip. That was the other thing. So we're doing a uh, movie night thing tonight for the teenagers, which I should probably go down and set up right now. But um, we were testing that out uh, Monday, I think. And uh, we set up the computer outside with the projector because we're going to be like an outdoor movie thing and put a sheet up on the wall projecting the movie. And it worked fine. Like, okay, great. I'm going to go to work. I had to go to work, and I figured Alicia would take the computer card in. And as I'm leaving for work, the uh, 
the sprinklers come on. We have no computer now. Yeah, that was fun. The projector survived, the speaker survived, the monitor survived, but the computer is dead. Oh, that's what I was going to ask you about. Yes, um, we need to, I think, the water got all over the circuit board and everything, but I think we can save the hard drive. Uh, if you have that magical tool that'll copy the hard drive. Is it a SATA hard drive? What? Is it a SATA hard drive? Uh, Kingston SSD, that's all I know. I'd have to go look. Oh, it's an SSD? I think so, yes. Then yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, because I think, I don't know if anything that important's on there, but there's the master copy of the children's church curriculum, I think. So I think we need that. So. Okay. Alright, well, I need to get going. Set stuff up. Okay. So, thanks for listening to my complaints. Dude, of course. Hey, man, I, I, I really want to talk talk with you more, and I'm sorry we haven't made time to do that. Mm. I so, get it. Okay. We should totally do this again in a couple days. Alrighty. Alright, man. Well, have fun setting up. Judgment meet the spoils of bad luck Where the useless and unwanted Find a place they can be flaunted I'm a soldier of misfortune